Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. And speaking of botanicals, we're joined by Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, to talk about gardening. Not a great day in Dublin for gardening. How is it in, with you in the West? It's a bit wet, Pat, but it's lovely and mild. And as, we, as we're now in the middle of October and thinking about November, this is the time of year, believe it or not, for planting hedging plants. So if you're thinking of some privacy and shelter in the garden or you need to put up a boundary fence, maybe rather than building a block wall, consider some living plants. And during October and November in particular, it's the time to plant plants like laurels and Portuguese laurel, Escalonia, all the popular hedges. Beech, for example, makes a beautiful hedge. So this is the time of year we consider planting hedges simply because Pat, they continue to root and develop right through the winter period. So the roots of plants are continually growing right through from October until March. And of course, that makes for a stronger plant then as we come into springtime. Yeah. Now, the thing about it, if you want privacy, you want it all the year round. So you want something that is evergreen. Yeah, and there's lots of very good evergreen plants. And sometimes when we think of hedging plants, people think that they have to wait several years to develop a hedge. Here in Ireland, we've got some great nurseries that grow hedges for six or seven years and then put them on the market. So you can get an instant hedge that's two metres high, that's very dense. You plant it today and you've got an instant hedge tomorrow. And there are plenty of evergreen varieties, Pat. But the critical thing is to pick the right plant for the right location. So if you're on the west of Ireland with salt wind, you need to pick a plant that's going to tolerate that. Something like Iliagnus or Sea Buckthorn or Escalonia tolerate those windy conditions. If you're more inland and in urban areas, something evergreen like the Portuguese laurel makes a beautiful hedge. But also if you want a small hedge, say under six feet, then go for something slow growing that's going to behave itself and require very little trimming. So a beautiful plant, which I think is often underlooked, is the Viburnum tinus Eve Price, which is a, a plant that's evergreen, but flowers right through the winter. It's coming into flower now and it stays in flower until April. And it makes a beautiful hedge. You've also got Berberus, Berberus darwinii, Darwin's Berberus, which again has very spiky leaves. So it's great to keep intruders. You're often to the guards mm-hmm. advising planting uh, prickly hedges in particular. So Berberus darwinii for me is one of the best hedges. It's quite thorny, it's evergreen, but produces beautiful orange flowers in early springtime and lovely black fruit at this time of year. Uh, one final point, uh, and that's birds nesting in, in hedges. Um, obviously, when they're nesting uh, until the yeah. young have fledged, you can't go near them in terms of trimming them back. You, you don't want to be trimming, trimming them back any time from March through to the end of August, early September. But now in October, it's a great time to give the hedges a little bit of a trim. Don't cut them too severely because they look they look naked for the winter. Just a light trimming back tidies them up. And particularly for newly planted hedges, Pat, I often see people planting them and they don't trim them for several years, expecting them to grow as tall as possible. It's very important to prune back and trim back young hedges to get them to fill in and become dense from the base right the way up so tip them back at this time of year now some of the questions how do i deal with a waterlogged lawn every winter it's like a little pond 
Right, and I'm sure it's full of moss and, and uh, weeds and so on. So look at the critical thing for lawns. Lawns need a, a good draining in the soil. So my advice really is to, in the lowest part of the lawn, is to create a sump hole. Literally dig a large hole, fill it with large boulders and finer stones as you come up to the, the surface and backfill with some topsoil and run a couple of French drains these are herringbone drains, simply six inches deep. Again, fill them with stone, put in a small little land drain and again, put some stone over that. So drainage is critically important, um, particularly in lawn areas. You need some dry weather to do that sort of work. So if we get a dry spell during November, I would certainly look at putting in a couple of land drains. I would love Porik to give me tips on composting all the autumn leaves. Just huh. bought a compost bin for the garden. That's from Louise. Well, Louise, the, the critical thing is, and this is a great time to start composting, because if you start now, you're going to have fantastic compost coming into March and April of next year. So leaves are absolutely perfect. But you need to, when you're composting to have a, a different material. So if you only have leaves or only have grass, it tends not to compost really well. So I would always advise mixing some grass clippings with some of the leaf litter, maybe some household waste as well, Pat, mm-hmm. coffee coffee granules, tea bags, eggshells will all decompose. All your vegetable clippings and and any fruit that's going over can be used in a compost heap. The key secret is to add an activator, and that's a a, a component called garotta. It's a simple uh, material you add to the granules, you add to the compost layers, and that gets the bacteria going. And the other key tip is to keep the compost relatively dry. So make sure there's a lid on on, on top of the compost heap, and that keeps the heat inside and gets the bacteria to work really quick. But now is an excellent time to start. Ashley wants help with her potted bay tree at the front door. It's looking the worst for the wear at the moment. Changed the soil in the pot last year, but it's struggling this year. The leaves are turning yellow. It's becoming very bare. Right. Well, yellowing, yellowing in bays is down to two things. If it gets dry and often when bay trees are close to a, a front door, they're in a rain shadow and they're not getting enough moisture. We think they're outside and they're getting plenty of water, but in fact, they're quite dry. And that's what it sounds like to me, Pat, that it's it's just needs a, additional watering. Um, having said that, also low nutrition. Now, the fact that you change the soil is good. There should be extra nutrition in the compost. I'm leaning towards it being too dry. Give it a good watering, maybe a little bit of um, a plant feed as well, and it should come back. Mm. Uh, can you ask about how I go about growing a wildflower garden in an area of the garden that I don't ever want to mow again? It's about half an acre and already has some nice trees and Excellent. a path. That's from a Meath listener. Well, look, it's a great time of year, Pat. Nature is sowing its own seed at this time of year. So during October, November, is still a good time to sow wildflower seed. You'll get a whole range of different varieties in your local garden centre, some from shaded areas, some that give you the traditional meadow, some that are dwarf gra- uh, wildflowers as well. So they, can, they tend to come in a blend of different varieties. Pop into your local garden centre now. And I would always plant some spring flowering bulbs with the wildflower meadow. So things like crocus, snowdrops, bluebells, dwarf daffodils, put them in as well to give you colour yeah. in early spring. Is it a foolish ambition to think you'll never have to mow again? Well, the, the mowing really comes back to you need to trim the, the, the wild meadow um, bed, uh, uh, cut it back in September. So that's important. You don't allow the foliage to die back. You simply cut it back. As the word, as meadows were cut many, many, many years ago, Pat, you cut them in the autumn, you take away any material that's there and that allows the seeds to drop and it helps to keep the nutrition level low, which is exactly what wildflowers need. All right, Porik, thank you very much uh, for joining us. That's uh, Porik Horkin. 
gardening on the Pat Kenny Show with the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie.